Welcome, everybody, to the Star Citizen Podcast. And it is a lovely October day here. And uh, Zell's with me, and uh, we're going to have a fun one tonight. How about a Zell? Mm. I guess it depends on your uh, description of fun. <laughs> Howdy do, everyone. Uh, it's good to see wherever you may be around the world. You know, if it's afternoon, night, or in the morning on the way to work. Good day. Now, one of the things you may notice on the screen if you happen to be watching on YouTube, and if not, that's just fine. Uh, we have a little bit of some graphics on here today, and we're going to be discussing a few things, but one of them we're definitely going to be discussing is kind of master modes and, you know, in kind of a recent video by Avenger 1. Um, you know, who I think, Giselle, you know, just to start off with, you and I have a lot of respect for um, as somebody who, you know, represents the combat side of Star Citizen and, and uh, you know, is usually a pretty fair operator. Yep. A um, lot of respect. Absolutely. And so, with that being said, sometimes don't necessarily agree with him, but respect his opinion. Absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, I've always said myself, I'm a sheep among wolves in Star Citizen, and and I understand that. Uh, I, I, I think that it's always good to have a healthy respect for the different types of gameplay, and, um, and we're definitely going to be talking about that. But before we do that, um, I want to mention something. Zell and I were talking, you know, uh, last night, and and um, uh, and we, you know, as we we kind of do some pr preparation when we go to talk about these machines, uh, or pardon me, these um, these uh, 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 podcasts. And what uh, one of the things I will say is is we absolutely left the idea open of there being a three seventeen four. That um, that did not include potentially all the things that 318 had in it, um, and that's funny how that came to pass, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think uh, I think we've gotten pretty good at uh, at least going through all the possibilities and and uh, at least thinking about every scenario because as it relates to the game, uh, anything could happen. So. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it definitely seems now timeline is definitely, you know, it's kind of gone to the wind. Uh, you know, I think they need to get it right more than they need to get it fast. I think they've realized that. I will say, I think the funny thing was, is, you know, uh, when you and I, Zell, were talking about the 317-4 possibility, I, the, one of the last things I said to you was, well, do you think then they're going to maybe sneak the Corsair in as part of this, as part of the IAE, uh, you know, gig. And as well as, uh, as you know, do you think that the, that at least that ship is going to make it into three seventeen four? And you were like, yeah, absolutely. There's no way that's not going in there. Sure. Sure enough. That's exactly how it ended up being. You know, uh, you, you've got a three seventeen four coming. Uh, there is going to be the Corsair and I would imagine any other ship that they were planning on kind of maybe introducing straight to flyable. That's a huge marketing event and it's not to be lost on, uh, you know, the technical challenges. That's, yeah, it's true. I mean, um, you know, I ease their big, uh, end of the year ship sale. Um, it's kind of, uh, been their bread and butter. They're absolutely going to have these things, uh, available. Um, 
you know, so there's, you know, will probably be a couple of, you know, big reveals. Um, they're going to try to pump up the excitement for people to spend money because let's just face it. Um, things have been lagging a little bit past six months. Well, so, definitely. I mean, it's funny. I think the the best part of this year was 316.1. I mean, 316.1 was incredibly stable. 317 was rushed out the door. We all know that. And everybody knows the story by now. I mean, 317.1, you know, then 317.2. Um, and now you have a 317.3 and a 317.4 for IAE. Um, we are, you know, to use a V-ism a little over our skis, <laughs> you know, at this point. Um, and not enough, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I would rather have a stable situation than, uh, you know, than, 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 uh, you know, something that's definitely, um, like, like I've just felt like I was playing the PTU before they released 317. And I thought to myself, I don't know that it's ready for prime time. And uh, of course with, uh, Invictus, it went out and it proved to be not ready for prime time. And so I am I, in one way happy that they are taking, and and doing a three seventeen four because it's important to understand. I uh, Invictus is a it's it's an important time that there's a there's a free fly and there's a lot of new people in the game, and th- and and IAEs are very similar in that regard. You know, you pick up a lot. There's the player. There's a lot. You know, new ships are around. There's a lot of inertia. Um, you know, there's a lot of extra people playing the game, and I really feel like a lot of people got a bad experience with three seventeen who are new players to the game. Um, and uh, I definitely think with IAE, they were maybe going to be faced with that if they would have kind of stuck to their guns on that persistent entity streaming where, you know, come hell or high water, you know, where it's it's going out, uh, people could have had a very bad experience with it. Yeah, I was rather bullish uh, to the idea because they were so matter of fact, this is what we're doing. And, you know... We, we've been talking about it for the past couple of months going, well, they missed their target in late August of getting the Evocati out for 318. And then, you know, next thing you know, we're in mid-September. We're talking about it going, well, shit, man, where's the, uh, you know, where's the Evocati for 318? And then, you know, October rolls around and we're like, well, this is, this is going to be pretty, pretty boinked. And uh, they were like, we're going to have it out for, you know, they, they came out and was like, no, nah, we'll have it out by, you know, first week in November. We'll have it out for IAE. And we're, you know, they were so matter of fact about it. You were like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, for something that they specifically came out and said, this is going to be a tough one and we're going to need a lot of lead time. It, it sure did devolve pretty quickly. And, um, so now, uh, they came out and said, oh, we'll have it by, you know, the beginning of December. Well, you know, we're just going to have to look at it, you know, take the rose-tinted glasses off and just kind of look at it for what it is. And um, that'll be the last thing that they get out this year before they go on holiday break. It's a, it's a really good way to look at it. I You know, it's funny. I forgot that you'd, you'd mentioned that last night when we were talking that, there is that final week, you know, I think uh, things end on like the 23rd, I believe, on is a, is a Friday, you know. Yep, so you they're have, leaving for Christmas. Yep, and so, you, you know, it really, we probably will see salvage tier zero then, 
318 and persistent entity streaming then. Um, if not, well, if, if it's not, I mean, because they called it a, a release, like a target date. You know what I mean? Uh, if if not, at least I bet you it will be heavy in the PTU, where people are still well, kind of flying, you know, still playing that way with it. I, I tell you what, you know, I'd put money that they're going to leave PES off this. They're going to leave, they're going to have something fairly stable. Uh, they're going to put out a few things that you know uh salvage uh what they have left of the cargo refactor and what i mean by what they have left is the whatever they have of the cargo refactor uh the new missions um and they'll have that content out for people to play around with during the holidays they're not going to leave something like PES that could come with a whole host of issues. They're not going to leave that during their their Christmas break. They they won't. So you th- they're going to see they're going to probably reevaluate where they're at by mid December and then make the choice of uh, leave uh, persistent entity streaming for. Uh, Three eighteen one, they very well I, could. I that's how it's going to play out. Oh, yeah. that's an interesting. You guys heard it here first. So, so in your mind, things like the Daymar crash site or and the cargo system refactor and whatever, you know. And I, I have, I have yeah. some questions about the cargo system refactor as far as what state it's in, um, you know. But, but that, of course, we'll see. Um, we, you know, we will see um, salvage tier zero with the vulture. Um, and then maybe the gray cat multi-tool, but the, the thing that may or may not make the cut in your mind for 318, even in that target time, we're talking like by the 23rd of December, you're, you're, you're thinking it's going to be a game time decision sometime in earlier in, uh, December about, about PES. Yeah. That's my feeling. Yeah. That's it's, um, you know, I feel like this is kind of a, a bigger onion than they considered and uh, to peel. And um, I just don't, you know, it, this is, you know, this is kind of a complicated, <clears throat> this is kind of complicated mechanics as it relates to <clears throat> game engine stuff. And it's going to need, because you can already tell with their internal testing, they tried to get something pretty stable because I was, you know, they were trying to damn the torpedoes and then just considered that it's too, you know, it's too screwed to even try it. And I honestly don't feel like a month is going to be enough time for them to sort things out. If they couldn't sort it out internally, no way they're going to sort it out in this lead up into December. I, I just, I, I don't think so. I think what they'll do is they'll release all the content that they can uh, for people to mess around with, mm-hmm. you know, give people something to do over the holidays and revisit it, you know, at the beginning of the year. Well, you know, and, and, and adding some context to what it is you're saying, I mean, 
you know, they had announced that 318 was going to be out at IAE. And that was about a week before it went into Evocati. Okay, they put it in Evocati. And you know, we know that first group of Evocati is fairly, you know, it's a fairly limited size group. I mean, um, you know, it's obviously not your PTU Wave 1 or 2 or anything. You know, it's a, it's a, but once they did put it out, then you we seen a couple of builds where it was like they turned off a lot of stuff trying to kind of maybe isolate some things. And yeah. then they came back out and announced, yeah, we're not going to be doing a 318 for, for <laughs> yeah, uh, IE. So <laughs> it, they got some, like they, you know, they just established a baseline or they did some metric testing and, you know, or they realized that there is something far more. And, and listen, it's a core technology. It's a super important core technology. And there was always going to be challenges and hurdles with it. And, and you know, and uh, I could definitely see that, you know, where uh, you get most of 318 and then potentially a 318.1 maybe by mid-January or whatever that they finally do kind of put the persistent entity streaming in. Um, I definitely, let me ask you this. Do you think there's any chance that PES could fall back to a 319? Uh, no, I feel like they were going to want to get it out in the, in the 318 cycle. It'll be 318X. Yeah. And I feel like they're going to try to hit those, hit those points. The way it looks, the way it's looking like now, we're not going to see 319 before f mid February. So, yeah, and, I and we're, we're definitely looking at Pyro being down the road, man. If it even, it may be this time next year <laughs> before we see Pyro. Well, I think, yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I mean, we, we've talked about Pyro, we've talked about when Pyro is going to be. And, um, you know, I think, and I think that, you know, there was, you know, originally you and I were a little, um, a little more, um, hopeful that it was, gonna, yeah, I mean, that it was going to be out earlier. I was definitely bullish that it was going to be, you know, a Q1 of next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember like, it's funny. Cause I, I remember thinking, man, it's probably going to be April. And you're like, no, they can maybe have it out even sooner than that. You know? Um, but you know, um, that, you know, but that was also, uh, you know, if they met their targets. And, and that's exactly that, and that's exactly right. We, I think we were saying that pretty much around when 317 first dropped, you yep. know, you know, before we realized that they were going to kind of get on this slide. Right. Because that's what happened. 317 came out before it was ready. And I can say that because I was playing the PTU a good week or two before 317 came out. And, and you know, I was playing it even the day before it came out. And I'm like, they're not going to release this tomorrow. They're just going to, they're just going to do what they're doing. It's funny. Like what they're doing in IAE was what I thought that they were going to do in an, at Invictus, which is keep 316 and just kind of roll the Invictus stuff into it. You know, the yeah. ships or whatever, and then figure it out, you know, later, because the, the last thing you want is for people to have a bad experience in a free fly. You know, well, but they, you know, so I, you know, maybe there was a lesson learned in that capacity. 
Well, that, yeah, I, I believe you're right on that. And with, you know, with how we were feeling at the time, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a tricky game. You know, this prediction game, it's kind of tricky. You're, it you is. basically are, uh, you're hypothesizing all these things based on information that you have. And by, um, you know, them setting certain precedents. So with them, uh, we thought they, well, at least I thought they were getting into this mode where they were at least trying to meet deadlines. Right. And uh, for me, that seems like they were setting a precedent, especially with 317. And I thought, and, you know, with, you know, communication that we've had um, with them saying, hey, look, <laughs> you know. We're gonna have, you know, we're gonna have these out no matter what, you know. We're gonna have three eighteen out by IAE. Uh, you know, th this type of behavior had left me, you know, feeling bullish about certain things, whether it was ready for prime time or not. They were gonna get it out, and uh, you know, hot fix it down the road. Um, maybe it was one of those things where that was the idea, but, you know, it, <laughs> it, it was a little too much. It was, it, you know, it wasn't even in a state that you could release it and, you know, half-ass play it right. where, you know, you could hot fix it later. It was, it was, yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> It's, you know, it's crashing things or whatever. It's just, you know, the amount of time that they messed around with it, they gave it two days. It must have been in a really pretty buoyant state for them to go, yeah, we're not even going to play with it anymore right now. We're going to try to get what we need released for IAE, which is basically 317.4. Uh, get that sorted out and then we'll revisit it, you know, after IAE. You know, and here's here's a big question, you know, like uh, just kind of playing this out, right? So let's say let's say they do buy Invictus have, you know, you know, persistent entity streaming as, you know, like maybe, a you know, a 318 or whatever. Because I don't, who you know, 319 then, it looks like it's probably, you know, and I'm just going to venture a statement. It looks like if they get the PES in, then maybe what they could potentially do is persistent hangers, you know, um, and then maybe maybe trying to get the cargo thing sorted out by midsummer before pyro. You know, I hope. I mean, that would be my hope is that once they get the persistent entity streaming in, that that some of the three nineteen release view deliverables would be. Stuff like persistent hangers and, you know, and there being, you know, kind of this whole system for moving around cargo, um, you know, because it does seem like that we're going to get some kind of a fledgling um, cargo refactor, but it may well, not even have the minimum viability of, you know, like it, like how much of it's going to be magic poof versus loading things. And then when you're we're getting, we're getting cargo light, that's what we're getting. Yes. <clears throat> and it's going to be, 
it's going to be down the road before we get anything that any semblance of what we were thinking cargo was going to be with the, you know, unloading, uh, loading, unloading, snap to, um, you know, instead of going to a terminal and going, Hey, uh, I need, you know, um, 174 SCU of this. And yeah, yeah, it's poof. It's, you know, it, magic poof, right? It's right. the only thing different than, it, you know, the only thing different today than it's going to be for 318 and their cargo light is, yeah, you might be able to pick up a box and carry it off. That's that's it. Yep, you're going to be able to, those stacks are still going to magic poof onto your ship. Now, when you open the door, somebody may be able to take a tractor beam and and just kind of pull stuff up, up off the top, you know. But, oh, yeah, people will be able to steal it from you, but it, uh, but you as know, far it isn't as, as be... far as the mechanics to kind of load it and snap it and have it be... You know, yeah, it's not. It's not going to be what it's supposed to be. It's going to be cargo light. Well, it's going to be inventory. Is basically, it's going to be a minimum viable product. And I would argue that inventory was, you know, kind of a great, you know, of course, super fun, uh, and and really cool. But man, there wasn't even a drag and drop. You know what I mean? Like a like a uh, or a part of me like a shift click or a, a, a mass highlight and you know type of thing. And so. It's like a move all right. button. Exactly, or a move all button. And, and that's a big, ar- you know, one of the th- big arguments with Chris and uh, with Chris Roberts and, and just them saying that, you know, when we're going to Squadron 42, you know, that systems are going to come over into the persistent universe in a much more fleshed out state. And I am beginning to wonder if that's actually the case because... I don't necessarily... I'm beginning to wonder if Squadron 42, a single-player PvE game, really is the best sandbox for the Persistent Universe. I mean, quite honestly. And and a big part of what me has, has me wondering about that is, quite honestly, ma- these master modes. You know, like, you know, if that's... Like, if you're trying to sell to me, you know, as... Like, hey, Squadron 42, we realize that we're going to be more fleshed out and have better systems and things are going to get introduced into the persistent universe in a better state. But if if it's not an applicable, you know, if it's if it's kind of apples to oranges, if like, you know, like if you're developing systems for a single player PVE game, how much cross application are they actually going to have in the persistent universe? And and in some cases, you may not necessarily you may be kind of solving problems that you don't have or that are different in the persistent universe. A single player PVE game is a far different situation than the persistent universe. Well, look, you know, let's not kid ourselves. We, we all know kind of like the reasoning behind slowing combat down. And in the beginning, look, I was all for it. I was fine. And, you know, I already kind of had a, an idea of probably what they were going to do. What I didn't have an idea is the way they're going to, you know, how the metrics are going to work for SCM. And people can call it whatever, the standard control mode. But basically, for me, it's standard combat mode. And... That's one of the things that, look, the way I saw it or the way I felt it should have been or the way I 
perceived it was going to be was that, yeah, okay, fine. If you want to participate in PvP and you want to slow things down to, you know, make things a little bit more calculated and, uh, you know, stop with the 1200 meter per second jousting or what, you know, whatever the case may be, then fine. Then switch into your modes, your guns go live, and then, you know, you guys can have at it. You know, shooting each other at 300 meters a second, whatever. But now we're looking, you know, like we, we did today, you know. Started getting, you know, it started churning up again, you know. It started get get a little hot under the collar, especially, um, and, and I'll let, you know, it was something that brought your, to your attention, but you seem to be more invested <laughs> in it than I was, is, um, you know, the idea of disengaging from, you know, from the standard control mode, uh, making it easier to disengage, whatever the case may be. I mean, we, uh, we watched the Avenger one video and, and like we say, man, we, we respect him yes. and we understand what he's talking about and, and from that particular point of view. But one of the things that he was also talking about was that, you know, all things being equal, let's just come up with a number. And he was using 300 meters a second. So you as a caterpillar or a C2 are moving at 300 meters a second while an arrow or a gladius is going to be moving at 390. And that's, you know, that's a 90 meter difference. Okay, fine. The reason, the reason it seemed more reasonable is that you were going to make these speeds up. Uh, you know, it's like, well, if you wanted to turn and run, then you would switch all your powers to engines and, you know, put all shields rear facing and, you know, make a break for it. Uh, and, you know, the idea seemed plausible, but when we were doing a little bit of, you know, cause we we're going to talk about the, the spirit a little bit, but when we were kind of looking at their Q and a today and the stuff they had released on it, you know, I started looking at, at other ships, uh, to kind of compare to the spirit. And then I noticed something and this is what kind of set us off again. I kind of lit things up is that they've, they've already went and changed on the website. Standard control mode speeds in the specifications. And so I went and looked at, you know, ships that, you know, these ideas would be applicable to, you know, cargo ships and things like that. And then what the, you know, standard control mode speed was for Gladius and an arrow and okay. Standard control mode speed for a Gladius, 280. Standard control mode speed for an arrow, 270. Standard control mode speed for a C2. It being the quickest of the cargo haulers. 135. So now we're in a pretty big deficit between between 280 and 135 
So basically, what you're trying to tell me at a, you know, and, and then the Caterpillar was 130. So at 100 meters per second differential, I am not going to make up 150 meters a second by switching my engines completely to full and getting away in this mode. It's not happening. And, you know, contrary to popular belief, and you're going to ask a lot of different people, and this is, this is what you were getting at, and I'll let you, I'll let you go on this one because, you know, this is, <laughs> this is where you're, you, you were feeling pretty strongly about. Because, you know, it's like, well, you know, if this is how we have to play it, then, okay, it's perfectly fine. If this is the scenario, if the scenario worked out the way a lot of these people are trying to describe it or how it was supposed to be worked out or how it was described to us, then, okay, then, you know, we could probably bite the bullet and fucking deal with that. But with the very fact that you're slowing me down in a cargo ship in standard control mode speeds at 135 meters per second. Hell, I go faster than that landing my damn ship on the pad. Not only is it going to be fun, but you're going to be screwed is the bottom line. And I'll let you take it from here. Well, I mean, look, the first thing I want to say is this is forced PvP mode. This is what it is, you know, and, and, and there's a whole lot that's going to go into this. Let me preface all of this by saying, you know, um, I have always said that I am a sheep among wolves, you know, uh, I absolutely 100% agree with Avenger one. It is definitely on me to understand my ship, what my options are and proper disengage technique. But what is completely lost in all this conversation is my disengage technique is should not have anything to do with me slowing down. The thing that's blowing me away about all this stuff is, you know, like you have the energy, you have the engine weapon shield system, but what you should have is the engine weapon shield sensor system. Okay. And the thing is, is I should have, when I'm cruising around in my C2, I should be in like, you know, basically a lot of power to engines and a lot of power to sensors, you know, especially if I'm not allowed to have shields up and I should be able to detect your ship at hundred kilometers away, 75 kilometers away, 50 kilometers away. I should be able to detect your ship, some kind of a reasonable range. There should be sensor mode and I detect your ship with enough time for me to then target your ship and to get a reasonable readout on what you are. And I'm like, hmm, I'm flying my C2 and that's a couple of arrows over there. Why are they 5,000 for me all of a sudden? I should be 35, 40 kilometers away. Yeah, I'm going to spool my quantum drive and go. This whole concept that you can't get, it's like, well, you know, yes, I get it. If somebody shows up in a mantis and somebody shows up in a blue and somebody shows up, uh, you know, with, with, with the exact right meta of ships and they're com completely coordinated, 
in the way that they handle their business and they create a quantum interdiction event and I get hit, I get it. And I'm okay with today's system because here's the difference, right? I can, if anything red shows up on my radar, I hit, I'm spooling my quantum drive and I'm jumping out of there. I'm not slowing down into some other kind of a mode to see if I can get away from you. Yeah, man, it's I it's mean, like switching to driving, you know, driving Miss Daisy mode. It's uh I mean uh it as much as you know, and, and this is the thing I want to be super respectful of. As much as you want to combat combat person, understand is is interested as you are if, is 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 having combat and I guess getting me into combat with you, please understand that I am just as invested in having nothing to do with it. I don't, you know, do I want the threat there? Sure. If I happen to be wandering out into the kitchen and I'm munching on chicken and not paying attention to my sensors, <laughs> you know, and I come back to the helm and I'm like, oh crap, I'm surrounded by guys. But you know something? Outside of that, I want my sensors to pick you up in a long ways away and punch out. You know, well, if you're using a stealth ship, fine. But this is, this is a forced pvp mode that's what this is and i do want to make a couple other points before i let you riff sell you know like i had said said this earlier to you i have you know I, listen i don't have a big community I have, I have a couple thousand subscribers uh in that couple thousand subscribers i have a demographic and in that you know and here's i am just a miner you know i go out and i do some mining so of course i attract a certain type of person and i live in my own echo chamber i i get that but I'm going to tell you right now, most of the people who are on my channel are older gamer guys. You know, these are guys in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, and some in their 70s, who just want to log on, do a little mining, and log off. It's a hobby. If you think, one of the reasons that the game's got so many investors right now is because you can do that. I've only, like I said, I've only been, you know, I've had a, been targeted a couple times, locked down a couple times, and lost, you know, 700,000 or 500,000 or whatever here and there. I'm okay with it, only because, you know, out of most of the time I go flying, you know, I uh, I don't hit those snags. If, if there's a regular situation where every time I'm out flying in the verse, I've got to get, you know, I'm flying around with no shields, apparently no sensors, and just... Combat ships just happen, you know, along, and my, my only option is to drop down into a much slower mode in order to, to figure out some kind of a way to get away. You, I don't think you understand. You are going to absolutely destroy your player base. You're, will the last seven PvP, PvP players turn off the lights on the server? I mean, <laughs> you better... You, you've... And this and the the just circling back real quick, if this is what Squadron Forty Two is going to package up and, and and bring into the PU, I don't like it. Okay, don't. This is a PV. The reason you want to slow. The reason this works, slowing down and having these master modes in Squadron Forty Two, is because you're flying around in a single player game. It's a single player game. So world so so 1944 Circle Spitfire versus Messerschmitt, you know, combat works in a single player game. You know, 
I am, you know, and, and there are, I, and I mean this in the most respectful sense, I truly do. But I, I am so confused why so many of the people that I respect, a lot of the content creators, just, it's like, oh my gosh, this 1944 space, you know, like World War II combat, it's, you know, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread, you know, for, for, a, for, for a combat, you know, situation. I, I mean, fine, if you guys want to do that, then like Zell said, go click onto your forced PvP combat mode, but leave me out of it. I mean, seriously, I don't, my sensors, you know, I, I should be able to pick you up at 35, 40, 50 kilometers away. Yeah, I don't like the cut of his jib. I'm going to spool my quantum drive and punch out. And trust me when I say I am just as passionate about being able to get away and never have you engage me in any way, shape or form as you are in fighting me. I mean, you, if you are, if a player's allowed, like so, proper disengage mechanics has nothing to do, in the most respectful sense, with to Avenger One. Proper disengaging, to me, has nothing to do with going in from one mode to another. It's me detecting you in my radar and spooling my quantum drive, and jumping. That's well, that's me. Well, here's the thing. I mean, he, <clears throat> like I said, you know, mad respect, whatever, but. And, and, of course, he may not be aware of the metrics. You know, he, he was spitballing to begin with. Well, it, but with it, yeah, what, we've seen, what we've seen today, you know, and, and you have to understand, folks, this is brand new. They had just added this. We had, you know, within the last couple of days. If the, and, and this is new. So if these are the metrics that we're working with here, this this scenario is never, you know, uh, the scenario that Avenger 1 is, is talking about is never going to fly. If you get caught out, you're screwed. You're done. You're not running away. There ain't no running. And, you know, and, uh, you know, just to agree to disagree with what he was saying well, you can't do it now. Well, yeah, I can. I've done it a shit ton of times. Well, that's exactly right. It's like, do you know how many times I've had somebody show up on my radar and I just spooled my quantum drive and jumped away? I don't. Do you, do you know how many times I've been caught out in a big ship and tanked three or four dudes just, you know, laying into me and then said, all right, dudes, I'm out. See ya. Yep. And, and, and left. Dude, there was a. I told you about that time. I was leaving the surface of um, Hurston, and I had just come from a bunker. I was getting into my um, my Connie. I'd just been doing some bunker stuff. Got into my Connie. There were four dudes. There was a um, an eclipse. A Gladius, a Cutlass Black, and can't remember what else. It was another medium-sized ship. It was like four dudes. And they were already firing at me before I even got into my ship. Got into my ship, got into the seat, fired everything up, threw my shields to full. They were hovering above me, 
I bounced up through the top of them, boosted straight out. They were all firing at me at the same time. I caught a uh, um, a jump point and blasted out of there. And that was more than 40 seconds of them firing straight at me. And I was in the Taurus. So don't freaking tell me that I can't get away. I can I mean, I, I got away. I was on the freaking ground. Got into my ship, into my seat, powered everything up, and still got away. So don't freaking tell me you can't do it. Well, and that's, that's what this can. is about, right? That's why they're that's why they want to make this change because you know, like in Avenger One, like I said, respectfully, he makes the argument. Well, you have, you know, we're we're faster now that you're going to actually be in better shape to get away. No, we're not. I fundamentally disagree with that. This is just no, not because with, not with the reason you're changing this is. And first of all, this would be just the first iteration of it. Do you think when they go to change this mode and they put you in master mode and then I'm still getting away that they're not going to tweak it even? They're going to be like, why is this heavy laden? You know, you know, why is this C2 with 799 SCU able to just go ahead and then hit his engines and get away from me? They're, no, you're just going to keep gimping it until I'm trapped into your World War II combat mode. That's, no, it's true. That's, and, and, this you know, is just a slippery thing. slope. I mean, I don't like this at all. You know, this is basically you're taking a PvP situation and you're trying to you're throw you're basically balancing the entire game because some people don't like the way that PvP. Then fix your combat system. Well, look. I mean, let's just you know. Let's just say it because like, this isn't fixing another, that. It's another classic situation where um, an MMO has been, you know, screwed over by trying to balance their PvP. Yes. And, you know, you guys let me know in the comments down below. You know, I I know I know a lot of you guys are, you know, probably miners and and you know industrial gameplay types. But you know, let me know if uh, you know how big you think the you know why are you balancing you know with three million people, three three million backers. What percentage of the population do you feel like? Are PvP centric, and then how many people do you feel like these changes? People are just loving it. You know, I would say probably two, not that many, and maybe so we're two, balancing, maybe two or three out of ten, in my opinion. So what we're doing is twenty percent of the population. We're creating a fundamental mechanic in the game based on PvP because they want to slow shit down. That's absolutely fine. And have nothing against the way you guys want to play the game. Like I said, instead of calling it standard control mode, call it standard combat mode. Let you switch into that. Your guns go live and you guys can have all the fun you want to do. But, you know, leave everybody else you know, let let them stay in their standard mode, 
and you know racers will be happy you know us non-combat centric people will be happy everybody will be happy so uh, you know yes i could not agree more now i'm gonna move on to rant too though ready okay <laughs> if you bring that mantis and he locks me down if i'm forced to be in this mode that mantis sh should not have shields it should have to be a lot closer to me than 20 km and i should be able to turn my ship target that thing and put two missiles into him and send him straight to hell and then punch out of there end of story oh. I don't well, think, that's the thing. That thing should, I mean, if it's going to have a, if you're going to quant, there has to be some kind of a skill out, right? I mean, fine. You know, you jumped me. It's a balancing issue, You know, it's a balancing issue. You got me. Okay. I guess, I guess for whatever reason in this world where two arrows can blow up every single cargo ship, you know. Because or, you know, like because Avenger one was saying, two arrows can take down a hammerhead. That shouldn't be a thing. No, it's just right? like I hope not. I mean, I hope that they get that fixed. Where you know, two like like I think you made the point. It's like what happened to armor? Like yeah. where is our you know you know? There's other things that should be involved here. You know, size one gun shouldn't be scratching a heavily armored target. No, I mean that's that's just the way it is, and. You know, it's kind of like one of those things. It's the whole reason, uh, you know, and the reason I, I bring it up is I'm sitting here staring at this spirit um, spec sheet is, you know, that's the whole reason, like, the Ares was created was that it had a big enough gun to punch through the armor of a capital ship. Right. And, you know, and to kind of go back to what you're saying with... The, as it relates to like the Manus or the Cutlass Blue or whatever. Uh, yes, there should be a balance there. You have to give up something for something, right? So for it to be, to, for it to power up this 20K bubble to interdict you, then it should be, you know, that should be one of the things that uses so much power, it doesn't have enough for shields or guns. It, it could either do one or the other. It could either fire up its interdiction bubble, or you can have guns and shields. Because if they're wanting us to play this freaking game like this, then it needs to be set that that that's its balancing factor yep if, 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 if you're, you're exactly right if, if we want to get away we should fire fucking four missiles straight at that dude and, and you know and he's sending the davy jones and then yep. you know get sayonara the die. yep my disengage tech technique should be whatever ship is using quantum dampening or quantum interdiction immediately dump missiles into that thing and then punch out I mean, absolutely, you know, and, and that's the thing, you know, but it's just like, you know, I will make the argument again, you know, because look, if you're going to force us into this mode, then you, here's what you're going to end up having, right? Give us bigger shields and bigger guns. Well, <laughs> here's what you're going to end up having is eventually you're going to have, we're not going to take a ship anywhere unless we, unless there's a ship out in front of it. You know, I mean, that's what, you know, if you are making that, you're making that argument, right? They're like, well, you know, you're going to have to fly around with, but look, 
people don't want to have to bring. I mean, I know that we do. It's you know we're in a no, but but we're you, in, a, but, in, a, in a great situation where we you know we have a great bunch of guys to play with yep. and stuff. But some people don't. Some people like to. Well, be that's lovable, the point, right? Know? I mean, yes, I'm talking about like we will eventually, if you know, if we're staying to play the game, would eventually then just have you know, uh, you know, a terrapin fly out in front, and then just kind of look around and you know use its sensors and sensor sweep and figure out. You know, what's out there? All right, nothing. All right, come on in, everybody. You know what I mean? But what you're going to do is you're going to, if you think that older miner dude who just wants to fly around and do a little mining in Star Citizen, every single time he logs on is going to want to dick around with SCM. They don't, I mean, I, got, I, know that you, I know that you guys don't want to hear this, combat people. There's a whole bunch of people who want nothing to do with you, who just want to play this game with, you know, and they, they, they accept the risk as it currently stands because they can get away. To say that we can't get away isn't true. It is true in the sense that if you have, you know, the perfect, um, the perfect ships all the time, people aren't that organized in the game right now. You well, know, that's another thing too. I mean, you Look, here's the thing. We need to get back and and really state the state these facts. I mean, you know, I'm going to argue this point that you know you're trying to you know trying to uh, say that we're in a better position in this standard control mode than we were before. And okay, fine. You get locked down with the manis and things like that. Yeah, you're 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 pretty screwed in, in the current situation. Yep. Yeah, you're 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 done. But by looking at the metrics that we've looked at today, that we just saw today, you're worse off than you are now. I mean, those SCM they better be, I mean, you know, this whole thing, I mean, Avenger, you know, Avenger's entire point is you're better off getting away. You better be. Yeah, oh, yeah that you're going to be able to to You better be because you know, because if you're not because if be you if if you think people are going to want to be stun locked or locked into combat because it's funner gameplay for 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 you, like I said, will the last 7 PVP or shut off the lights on the server? Well, that's I mean, the thing. You're just uh, you are going yeah, to destroy yeah. this game. I don't think there's a whole bunch of older folks who don't want to dick around with PVP. And oh oh by the way, CIG they're the ones that pay your freaking bills. Right. Those those are the guys that have spent more than a thousand bucks on the game. Now you tell me, you go you go and find me the PvP guys that have spent more than a thousand bucks on your game. And then and then, you know, if you're wanting to get this uh uh you know, see this game through for its fruition uh in the next three or four years. And you lose those people that are buying all this stuff up because they don't like the fundamental changes of your combat system, then it's just the way it's going to be. These people are going to quit. You know, it's like, hell, we're even going, you know, we're, we're, we're almost at that point of kicking rocks going, well, screw this. And we're the people that talk about your game and spend money on your freaking game all the time. So, you know, 
it's just the law of economics, right? Yeah, I'm salty. I mean, if you got 20% of your population that all they're into is combat, and then you have the other 80% that actually pay for the freaking game, pay for the lights, and the thousand people that you employ, well, then you really need to consider what's going on here. Because I was okay to let it ride, but now seeing the metrics the way it is, you're screwed. Either way, it's just a mode for you to get fucked in. And we'll have to see how it plays out. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's you know, none of the final numbers are out and this system is not in place. But I guarantee you, if there's a stun lock situation or if people are cannot just fly, you know, if you don't believe that there's a healthy portion of this game of people that just want to fly around, pick up some cargo, and fly from one spot to another, you are wrong. And if you think that those people are going to want to deal with combat every single day, so, so you know, you know, forced 1944 combat mode, because that's what that thing should be called. Just four circle jerk. I mean, you know, I mean, it's just, come on. You know, it's ridiculous. You don't, if, if there's, if it's, easier if it's harder for me to get away now why how on earth do i just do it every time you know and yes i'm sure if you put together a dedicated team and you hunted me down you would and constantly wanted to lock me down i'm sure you could do it but if you did that then i just leave the game and so will everybody else well and that's gotta get back that's what's going on like if you guys understand what's going to happen is you start slow boating people okay it's only a matter of time before you're going to chase people off and then there's going to be a smaller group of people left and then you're going to chase more people off and then there's going to be a smaller group of people left then you're going to chase more people off and then there's going to be a small group of people left and then the only people that are going to be left are people that want a pvp and then it's going to become the dominant pvpers are going to chase off the not as good of pvpers and then eventually, like I said, will the last seven really, really good PvP guys shut off the lights on the server? Because you know what? I didn't, you know, I'm not, I, while I want to be competent, I don't want to have to pull off some miracle to get away from you. I don't really want you in my life in, in Star Citizen that much. Do I yeah. not want, to, do I not want there to be any danger? No, not necessarily. But for the most part, I want to be able to get away when I want to get away. End of story. I don't want to be locked down. I mean, you're just pissed off because you can't stop me now. That's what this is about. You're just pissed off because people are getting away, so you're changing the system now. That's what's going on, is that too many people are getting away from combat and you don't like that. Well, who cares? Deal with it. I mean, put on your big boy pants. Learn to track people down better. Learn to take the meta ships. I don't know. But two arrows, in my opinion, should have... They should not even be anywhere near being able to crack a C2. Sorry. That's how I feel. Between armor, its shields, if there are turret people in there, they shouldn't even want to get close to that ship. Quite yeah, honestly, and I'm, look- yeah. and I'm looking at you, DCS, with your, you know, 
less than 20,000 people just, playing the game. Well, it's just like, that's what It's just like, come on, man. Secret Weapons of the Luftwaffe was in 1991, guys. I mean, really, do we have to have Circle Jerk, World War II Circle Jerk for... I mean, how long? It's like, is it going to be the year 2075? That's the only fun combat system? Think outside the box, you guys. You can do it. You know, and right now, like I said, I, you know, right now, the way the game, and if you want to make the argument that you can lock me down and get me, you can, you absolutely can, but I like it right now. I'm telling you, if you make people, if you, if they're, if they're getting interdicted a bunch and forced into a slow stun lock and then just being destroyed, it is, you're only about two or three times of that happening away from somebody just quitting the game. I don't think you understand. People are not going to consistently keep, please, combat people, hear me. Okay, if you think for every day for two straight weeks that same guy's going to log on and let you fucking tee off on him, you're wrong. He's going to quit. Well, yeah, like I said, with the, with the metrics, the way we've seen them, and these, this is, these are new. I mean, these have been in, put in within a week. If these is any indication, then this disengaged situation that that Avenger One was talking about that that is not an option. That's not viable. You're not gonna gain 150 meters a second just by shifting your engines to full. You're also, you know, it's like uh, even if they even if these people put half their you know half their power into engines and guns just to catch you, they're still going to catch you. I mean, this is not a, a win situation. This isn't a, I can disengage horseshit situation. It's not, it's not. Nope. You're changing it to slow it down. So you're telling me that people are going to be better off now? No, they're not. And I, I will promise you this is a Trojan horse, if not anything. Even if well, they I'll publish you, numbers. It's like switching, it's trying to, it's, a big, it's like it's exactly, trying to change the narrative. That's exactly right. right. It's, so. This is it's just a Trojan horse. Even if they allow at first, then it's going to be after a while, they're going to have this where people just accept the lockdown mode. You know, it's like, oh, yep, I'm flying around having a grand old time. Oh, God, here comes this guy who wants to PvP. I guess I better go into 1944 combat mode. Oh, you know, oh, wow, I got away this time. Do you think that how many times are you going to get away before they're like, well, this is ridiculous that a cargo laden thing can get away from an arrow? Well, <laughs> really? I mean, you think that they're going to keep allowing that? Like, you, I mean, this whole thing is just trying to smooth it over. It, this, is just a, this is just a stealth nerf to just basically force you into PvP. That's all this is. It's forced PvP mode. And, yep. you know, and, and, and what, I'm, what I am imploring you, CIG, is to understand. You're going to, you better understand. There is a large percent of people, and I'm telling you, it's going to be 60 out of 100 at least, that don't want anything to do with this. I'm, I, I would argue that way more than half of the people don't want anything to do with combat in this game. They want to fly around in the universe and enjoy that's it. That's right, man. They want a big sandbox to go play in. Right. That's it. That's it. And I know that that's... I know, combat guys, I know that you want to well, then don't play or whatever or get good or learn blah, blah, blah. Man, we could say that we, we could say the exact same shit in the other direction. Which is, you know, once again, it's just like, why don't I have sensors that I can detect you 
at 100 kilometers away and then just spool up my quantum drive and jump away. That's my disengage technique. Why, is that, why, why aren't I allowed that? Well, then I'd never be able to get you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You know, catch me when I'm in the kitchen eating chicken. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, that's right. Well, look, catch me I, laughing. I they, you know, I mean, that's, I think they need to go back to the drawing board on this situation. Well, that's like what, I said, hell, with even what they got, if they just, if they just, you know, left the other aspect alone and said, hey, fine. You know, if, if you guys want to engage or whatever, you stay, you know, switch down into standard combat mode. Guns go live. You guys have a good time. And then, you know, leave everything else the same. So, you know. I should be able to have, like... But, uh, well, you know, but me being a pirate, I can't be able... I won't be able to catch you, and I won't be able to do... And it's like, look, man. Like like I told V earlier, I was like, what is this? Freaking Star Citizen... You know, Star Pirate? pirate? Exactly. You know, or, or is it Star Citizen? I mean, at the you very know, least, like, if you guys want to have, you know, circle jerk mode, then give me, then get, then allow me to then put, to just bring Terrapins wherever I go and just sensor sweep at a hundred. I mean, that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll just F5 monkey, whatever. I'll sit there. I'll sit there and just spam, you know, spam pings at a hundred kilometers every 18 seconds and, and see you coming and then just jump away. I mean, well, I mean, at least at least we got uh, the standard quantum mode where you know we can quantum away without jump points. I mean, we can just fly through the verse in a zigzag pattern, and you'll never fucking find me. Well, and that's listen. I mean, that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna if you if you make people, you know, first of all, right now, I'm positive. If I were to go set up a mantis right now in a blue and a cartool and a blade and a, you know. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, in a mantis or whatever. And I, and I, and I, right now, if I, if Zell and I logged down right now and set up between Arc L1 and an Arc Corp, I promise you someone's flying into that net <laughs> right now. I guarantee you they'll fly into that net and I may lock them down and extort the 50 grand out of them. You know, it's not what I want to do, but I'm just saying I'm, it would happen right now all day long. Okay, if you chase players out, you know, there's all these people don't want to fight you. Okay, so they're they're, they're, they're going to fight you either by just completely just staying out in the air in Halo. They're going to they're, they're going to find ways around dealing with with you. You know, if you think that this is just going to force them into fighting you, you're wrong. They're either going to quit the game or they're going to find ways to avoid you entirely. And I mean, that's, listen, I, I just, I don't know what the solution is, but it's not forcing me into your combat mode, into something that's advantageous to your fighters. It's not. You know, I, I would argue that why don't just, just leave it to the dang, to the, to the, uh, you know, to the power management system. You know, if I, if I have more shields and, you know, if I have more, if I'm in more shields and engines and you're in more weapons and, you know, and engines, whatever, Le you know, let me, you know, just leave it alone. It's like, oh, well, it's not fun when people joust each other. Why? That's your opinion. Because that's all I'm interested in doing is GTFO. <laughs> you know, 
I mean, that's just look. I mean, sorry. Yeah, it's like, well, it's not fun if, well, it's not fun when you're looking around for uh, for 45 minutes for a rock either, but I do it every day. I enjoy it. <laughs> you know? You know, there's, yeah, you know, I'm sorry that, you know, like you, that you're having a hard time pinning people down. Bring the right ships. And look, we, we've stated before, we're perfectly fine with the pirate gameplay. If it's legit pirate gameplay. Where, you know, they're like, hey, give me 50 grand, I'll let you go. Okay, fine. But this seems like it's more of one of those situations. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we're just going to kill you, scrub. You know, and then make fun, of, you know, make fun of you online because you're pissed. Right. So, yeah, screw that. I mean, you just listen. Like I said, as passionate as you, as these people are about understanding all the mechanics and blah 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 of all the different, com you know, understanding it, min maxing every little thing about your ship and blah blah blah. I am one hundred percent interested in not in getting away from you, in 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 knowing that you're there and never even being anywhere near where you can get me. That's what I'm interested in. So, you know, I tell you what, or allow me to uh, allow me to wire a nuke to my ship. So when you do catch me, everything in 100 kilometers is going bang. Because I'll tell you, that's the way I'll play that game. Everybody's getting smoked. Sounds good to me. I mean, look, I mean, that's that this is the like, this is the alternatives that like good people who just want to kind of, you know, play the industrial side of things. When you start trying to make it into, you know, lock mode, lock you into combat mode. That's what this is to me. This isn't getaway easier mode. Okay. That's not the why they're doing this. They're not slowing things down so you can get away easier. So however that you're trying to make, you know, what, you know, make the medicine go down. I don't believe it. I think that this is a, tr this is a slippery slope. It's a Trojan horse. Pretty soon it will be, you know, I'm cargo laden, so I can only go 90 SC, you know, CM. And it's just like, and you're just going to, it's going to be this, it's just a ridiculous, just feeding frenzy on people. Well, also when, you know, you're fully laden and they add the mechanic, you know, that you're going to be going slower. That's my point. Absolutely. You know, when you're fully laden any damn way, you know, with, the, like I said, with this, the way that I've lo looked at the metrics today, you know, that yeah, this narrative of, oh yeah, we, you know, we got like a, a way of disengaging. No, no. And that's it's, what I mean. It's know, like, that, that, if you do have a way of disengaging, if that's the facts, it's only a matter of time before you pull me out of quantum or whatever mode. And I go into SEM mode and I get away every time in my C2 before you're like, wait a minute, I'm in my arrows. Why is the C2 able to get away with 699 SCU of, you know, of, of stuff on board? It's only a matter of time before they switch that so I can't get away. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's just, it's, that's what I mean. It's just like, it, it may be how you're introducing it now, but what will be, the, it's a slippery slope. You know, it's like pretty soon it will be like, you know, you're, we've all, if, if we accept it, at, it's like, it's like one of those things, like if you accept it and it's already, you know, pretty soon that we'll be arguing over whether or not we should be, you know, permanently stun locked or not. 
well, just get good, scrubs. Get yourself some escorts and get yourself... No, come. I'm telling you right now, if every single time you log into this game, you need escorts and people to fly with you and, you know, all sorts of BS, you're going well, to destroy your game. I'm promising that's you... That's not viable even with a big org. Yes, it's like, listen... I have a solo pro mining ship. It's called so. That's what though. That's your words, not mine. I, you know, CIG. It's I have a solo mining ship. Okay, you know, it's just like look. You better have places where people can go and mine, and not have, you know, combat people breathing down their neck all the time. I promise you, like, what will happen is you will destroy that, exactly what I said. The minute that, right now, I feel like I can get away. I understand what Avengers 1's saying, and I completely agree with him that if in under certain situations, if I'm pulled out of quantum, there's a blue, there's a manis, there's a competent group, I'm screwed. I accept it. I accept it. Fine. Because most of the time, if it's not completely coordinated... And, like you said, you know, Zal earlier, you know, you 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 know, you have two or three ships kind of pounding on you. You still were able to spool up your quantum drive and get away. That's right. And that's what's infuriating to you, combat guy. But that's what that's the thrill for us. You know what I mean? You know that you know. And then you know what? If you get us, sometimes you get us. Sometimes if you don't, you don't. But I'm telling you, if you if there's a switch mode where it's like I gotta go. Oh, let's hey everybody, let's all go. Like you know. It's the 1940s. Let's all go, you know, 200 miles an hour. Yay. That's, it's, I don't, come on. I mean, that's just, the whole thing is just a dumb idea. And I understand why it's a perfectly fine idea for Squadron 42. It's a single player PVE game. And it circles back to like this thing that is constantly being said. It's like, well, the reason we split off most of the good people who are designing this game from the PU and and put them onto the Squadron 42 is because they're going to be able to introduce things from Squadron 42. Well, if this is the first thing you've packaged up from Squadron 42 and pushed it into the PU, I don't like it. That's Can I just say that? I mean, you know, I mean, I hate to be so bare knuckles. But like I if this is what if this is the crap that's going to come out of Squadron 42 that's going to be you know shoved down into the PU it, once again, this these this master mode when I'm when I'm a single player in a PVE universe by myself. If you want to do the World War II combat, you know, like circle jerk, whatever. But in the persistent universe, it's a different situation. It's the I would argue that at this point, it doesn't look like there's going to be as much. Outside of the fact, really, I mean, you're going to have a single player com, like a single player game where you're going to have what one thing you're just going to do in your single player game is go waste time like salvaging a bunch of crap. No, I mean, yes, there may be a salvage operation mission or two. I get that, but I don't honestly believe. I'm beginning to doubt very seriously that things are that are that are designed in squadron 42 are going to make it into the persistent universe in a better situation because i'm going to argue that your single player pve game and your persistent universe sandbox are not the same they're just not the same i don't think that there's going to be as much crossover as they believe that there is now 
as far as shake, shake the can, I don't care if you guys were like, well, we weren't getting it done this way, so we're trying it this way. Fine, I'm okay with that. But I don't know that the argument could be made that be, that that because of Squadron 42 is going to be this oven that things are going to bake in. Because this thing came out of the oven and I hate it. It doesn't smell or taste good. <laughs> i got to be honest with you. I, I mean, I... I think this is 100% a perfect thing for Squadron 42. I don't think it has any business in the persistent universe. Nah, I, you know, at least I don't like the way they're selling it to us. And, you know, look, like I said, at first I was kind of okay with it. It's fine. But now after looking at the metrics today, I'm, I'm not even remotely okay with it. This, this is... This is BS, and and I'm kind of falling more into exactly you know what what you're saying, and is uh, you know this is forced combat mode, and you know screw that idea, Clinton. Well, and, so, and, and and I would argue that you know you've got to be really careful with I mean, uh, with your player base, you really do. I mean, and and I I'll listen. I'll be the first to admit I'm sure I live inside my own echo chamber. You know, I mean, I mostly do things with guys who are interested in industrial stuff. I have a massive amount of respect for the necessity and for the people who do combat stuff. I am okay operationally if I am in doing something with the organization and there's a bunch of us. I get why we need security. I get why we need Overwatch. I absolutely understand why we need escorts. I 100% support all of that stuff. You know, but if I'm just logging on to fly around, don't, don't, you know, you better let the people who want to play solo play solo. You know, and if you're going to say, well, then, you know, looks like you're, you don't get to go anywhere fun, you know, or, you know, because, because of that. Well, you got, I'm, you know, you have to be careful. I mean, there are too many games that have tried to balance on PvP. You know, and have absolutely messed up their player base. That's right. And they all, you know, I can list probably 10 off the top of my head right now that that uh, were gone in two, three years. They were done. You know, you can't, you can't make everything about PvP. Well, and that's the thing. I understand, I understand it's, you know, it's a cruel, harsh world out there and, and you know, all that jazz. But we're designing a game up here look man I, i've you know shit i've had enough conflict in my life i want my you know my fantasy to be chill right so well and i don't mind a little bit of of this or that but you know i don't want every single time i get on to be some i mean look you know i, I think i was saying it to you earlier as well you know if if we have you know 25 guys out there and we've got you know like you know, eight prospectors that are breaking and, and two moles that are scooping and overwatch and, you know, maybe an expanse that's, uh, you know, or two that are kind of off, you know, in, in a zero sector spot, you know, and then we're kind of moving stuff back and forth. And it only takes a couple of guys to come ruin that fun. You know, that's, that's what I mean. Like, I don't think you understand combat dudes understand it's that's not fun when you show up. It's a it actually fucks over the night. 
Well, that, that, you know, <laughs> you that, know. That's, and, that's where people get their jollies, and, man. And, so. and, and listen, you know, fine, you messed up the night. But what I'm saying is, is that if you think people are going to, you know, just log on all the time and just allow you to just wreck them. No, that's not what's going to happen. You're going well, to look, chase people we, off the servers. And we get there needs to be an aspect of danger. But with the way this SCM mode is set up it's you know it's it's insta lose it's just insta lose yeah and you know you can argue all the bullshit that you want to but you know just that one time that i told you about a minute ago that's not the only time it happens all the damn time you know and i just jump away and in this mode that's not viable you know, you you turn it off to jump away. You got no shields. You're toast. I mean, th it's, it's just not viable. And this crap that, you know, and all respect to Avenger 1. And like I said, he may or may not know what the metrics were. But with the way they're, you know, the way they're on the website right now, that's not a viable option either. The whole disengaging stuff that he was talking about. There ain't no way. There, there's no way. Well, and listen, I appreciate, oh. I want to say, I mean, you know, because I know, you know, Avenger 1's been kind of, you know, kind of, you know, we've said respectful things and we've, you know, kind of used a lot of what he's saying as a little bit as a whipping post, you know. But I will, will, will want to say quite honestly, I do respect the fact that he un he recognizes that there's a big part of the community that are upset about this and he's trying to put a positive spin that there's potentially yeah. disengagement. I really do respect that. I mean, I do. And I really, you know, would love to have an honest conversation about this stuff. But I, you know, fundamentally, you have to understand, from my perspective, force. this is a forced PvP mode. That's what this is. Forcing me into PvP against my will. You know, uh, and, and right now you can force me into PvP against my will. And if your argument is, well, right now it's not safe, but right now I'm perfectly happy with the way it works. And I'm, you know, I, I get in the day. That's the distinction that right? right. That's exactly right now. I'm perfectly happy with the way things are. I promise you if it's stun lock mode. And like I said, I think, I honestly think these, I don't think these are the last of those changes. I think that this is the this is these are this is just the beginning. It's a slippery slope, and if you think that you're gonna put in this mode and just like oh, Avenger one says, well, it's gonna, actually if you're it's gonna be easier for you to disengage, then they're gonna change it. So it's so you can't. I mean, that's yeah. the only reason you create this system is to lock people into combat. Then you're just gonna then you're just you're gonna lock them into combat and make it easier. No, then they're just gonna change it so you can't get away. So we've got to fight right now on this line before you guys put this dumb shit in here. Because if we lose this battle here, then we're definitely going to lose all the battles in, that, in, 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 in 1944 combat mode. Yep. I'm not flying around in an arrow, guys. I'm flying around in a prospector. I'm flying around in a Taurus cargo hauling. I'm flying around in a C2. Okay, that's what I'm going to be flying in Star Citizen for as long as I'm not constantly attacked and destroyed. Because well, if, look, you, if you think I'm logging in every day to be your cannon fodder, you're wrong. 
And if you don't give me mechanics or sensors to, to figure out that you're 25, 30 kilometers away and give me enough time and information to make a determination before you're on top of me about whether or not I want anything to do with you. And if you... If you're not okay with me being able to just spool up my quantum drive and dip, then I think that this game has a... I honestly do not think this game's going to have a shelf life. No. Well, here's the thing, man. However they decide to do it, you're, I understand there has to be the element of danger, and we're all... We're good with that. That That's not what we're... We're not arguing the point. What we are arguing is... If you are going to set us in this situation, you're going to have to give us an out. Because just getting shut down and, and you know, creamed every damn time, that's not going to be fun. And the way we're reading these metrics, that's not going to happen. Uh, you know, so there's got to be counters to this. There's going to have to be some kind of a... You're going to have to give me the opportunity to get away. Yep. You know, however however it has to work, you're going to, you know, you're going to have to... um, You're going to have to set up to where at least I have a fighting chance. Not just getting, you know, just pulled out and creamed every time. That's not going to work. And I understand there has to be an aspect of danger there. Fine. But, you know, you're also going to have to set it to where I have a fighting chance. And at me moving, you know, in a C2, even fully loaded, I mean, fully crewed, moving at 135 meters a second, trying to get away from, you know, Gladius and in a, in a arrow, you know, moving at 150 meters a second faster. My, you know, my engine, you know, putting... My capacitor is a fool to my engines. Is not going to make that difference up. I mean, I and I agree with that. You know, I mean, and, and like like you said, hey, why put us in the city? You know, why you know if you if you want it to be, you know, like PvP and criminal, you know, criminal game mode. You know, it's like being a pirate is like double hard. Well, you need to make it double hard. It's like, yeah, I saw you coming from a mile away. And you're not going to catch me, right? So. Yeah. I mean that's what that's what basically it is. You have to give me the sensors to detect you so I can then make a determination if I want anything to do with you and I can dip. And if you know, I mean there's no point in arguing that. I mean that's like I want as much as you want super advanced combat stuff, I want super advanced sensors to detect you. <laughs> I mean what the heck, man? I mean, you know, do I mean do you think that these companies are going to be flying ships all over the verse because because it's not profitable? The vast majority of the traffic that flies in Star Citizen should be safe. Yeah, unless unless you go somewhere that you know isn't like Pyro or something, and and we we understand, you know, we understand that aspect of it, and. You know, for the most part, yes, we will be flying with escorts. Trust you me. But don't put us in a situation where everything's locked down and, you know, we just get creamed. Or, you know, or we the don't solo have a player. Chance. We don't have a fighting chance to get away. There's not a counter to that. 
like 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 we were talking about before if you want to balance it like for everything you know it's like you know you got to give up something for something you you know so the manus when it's got you know it's quantum dampening sister on then it can't have guns or shields yep I, it's just just that freaking simple that's a balancing that's how you balance cig for every you know for everything that you you put out you have to have a counter to it if not then you know then it's just dupe the dupe gameplay you know it, it's it's crap and um so yeah there's gonna have to be a you know a lot of balancing a lot of changes and like i said i'm perfectly fine with the Standard control mode being standard combat mode. You know, I kind of assumed that's how it was going to roll anyways. Where it's like, if you want to fire your, you know, fire your guns up, then you got to go to that mode. Okay, cool, fine. Then leave everything else the same. Yep, I agree with that. I mean, I just don't touch the rest of it. And then yep. if, you know, and and but do not try and tell me that, you know, Right now, it's, it's, you know, like the way that it is now, we have to change it because there's some reason for it. And then try and convince me that that's actually, we're going to slow your your ship down a whole bunch, but that's somehow going to make it easier for you to get away. No, it's not. Well, just let me tell you, having no. the idea of my ship, you know, me uh, flying, it's like, let's just take combat out of it, for instance. Say you're in standard control mode. Well, I don't want to be flying around at 130, just just dupe to duping around, you know, so, just so I can have my shields and stuff. That doesn't sound fun to me. I know. I, don't, I mean, I'll, heck, even 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 with you, uh, see, you know, you should uh, take this whole idea and just take it back to the drawing board. It's yeah, dumb. It, I mean, come on, it's so fun to fly around in this game. Why would you screw it over? Yeah, it's like don't. This is all just like with these. Come on, even with like the racers, hell, they can't even race around. You know, you you love that visceral experience of moving fast and flying low to the ground and all that jazz. Well, you know, that's gonna be different. You know, it's gonna change. You know, it's it, that's not gonna be fun anymore. It's, I mean, even I love doing that. Yeah, I do it all the time. Break. Hell, man, think of it this way: shit, we we scan for quantanium of, over thirty three hundred meters oh, a second. Hell yeah, man! We used to just super, you know, go into like super cruise mode and you know look for clusters and and pivot and but you know by the time you got your ship turned around, half the time the th damn things are out of range again. <laughs> you know, I mean. I, yeah, man. You know, it, it, yeah, I mean, it just seems like if you're you're slowing the game down, but that's not actually going to make it funner. It's going to make it lamer. No, man. It seems like the fun police. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what it actually seems like. It seems like what this whole master mode system is is like is boohoo mode. We can't, you know, you know, I have to bring a mantis and I have to bring a blue, and I don't, you know, I actually don't want to fly those things. I want to be able to kill you without having to bring those ships mode. <laughs> that's what yeah. that's what it seems like you know and i mean look i i understand you know like different people have different things that are fun for them in this game you know i i totally understand and i don't mind being the guppy like i said the sheep among wolves i don't honestly mind it but i'm just saying that if you think 
people, if you think you're going to keep the same player base, but you're going to lock people into combat, you're, you're not. You're going to lose, you're going to shad players left and right. If people just can't log on and play the game and just kind of mindlessly have a little fun and log off, they have enough stress in life. They're not going to, it's like, if you think, it's like, it's a, such a weird thing. Like you think it's just like, well, if you don't like it, then you just need to get a lot tougher. Mm, no, I could actually just go play a different game. That's what's going to happen. People aren't going to be like, oh my God, Eye of the Tiger. I'm going to train like Rocky and chase chickens and get a whole lot better at fighting. <laughs> I mean, they're not. I mean, yes, there's probably a, like a handful of guys who you'll make mad who will be like, oh, yes, Avenger writes, uh, Avenger 1's right. I need to, I need to, I better go learn all this crap so I can stay alive when Avenger 1's attack me for an extra eight <laughs> seconds. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. yeah. listen, most people are not going to be shut in like, constantly like learning every little trick of the trade combat mode. I mean, min maxing and listen, dude, if that's what you're, what you're up to and, and you know, you have a awesome group of people who love, love that. Fine. Go do that. You know, but what does that, wh why do I have to be dragged into that? You know? Yeah. Why Just, base, why base a fundamental game component around it? Right. So that, that, that's my thing. It's just, it's, it's like you're it's, changing everything to accommodate this very small group of people who are just salty that that you know that that combat's not working out exactly how they'd hoped. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. that's what it is. You're changing everybody's gameplay experience because because uh you're not World War II, you know, circle jerking enough. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I mean, you know, and it's just like, look, people are passionate about this, and I'm going to remain passionate about this because if we lose this battle over master modes, I truly believe that the, that this game is going to go south. I think that your average, like the old, because I know them. You know, I, you know, I, I, I have them on my channel. I have a specific demographic of people on my channel that I have to defend, and that's the older guy who's retired who just wants to jump on and go do a little mining. He doesn't want anything to do. He wants to just put some lasers on some rocks, you know, and then haul that stuff back. And you know something? If that guy gets jumped, you know, two or three times a year, it's not going to bother him. He'll just, whatever, I'll, you know, ha, 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 got me. But if, if it becomes a, you know, like, if people know that they can slow you down and, make you go slow and blah, blah, blah. It's just going to be griefer mode. I mean, it's just, the, this. it's a bad idea. This whole thing's a bad idea. It's a great idea for Squadron 42. Once again, a single player PVE game. Whatever, whatever you want, the UI, the AI, and you're just your, your lone solo self in that. It doesn't matter what speed it is because it's just single player mode. You know, it does matter a lot in the persistent universe with other people. And I would argue that I like the system now better. And it's just like, you know, and I know the combat guys don't. I mean, they get so mad because it's not, you know, because people get away and it's joust, you know, and constantly like people don't, un you know, it it's ridiculous that most of the people I engage, you know, won't stay within combat range of me. It's like they're not doing it for a reason, guys. 
And if you think forcing them into it is going to make them stay, it's no. They're getting away. They're still playing the game. If you stop them from getting away, they're not going to be playing the game. That's the point I'm trying to make. It's like you are going to kill your player base. Understand that there's a huge demographic of people that want nothing to do with your combat. And especially, listen, if the universe is really big and occasion, like I said, occasionally once a month or, you know, three or four times a year they get jumped, they're going to be fine with it. But if you think that these older guys are going to jump on every day and be pulled out of quantum and fly around with no shields and have to go dog ass slow and then constantly get sucked into this, you know, circle jerk, they're going to quit. And I am somebody who loves Star Citizen, and I promise you, I won't be playing that either. I don't want to have to have, I do want to just be able to log into Star Citizen and go mining and not have somebody crawl up my ass. <laughs> and I mean that. And if you, there has to be both sides of it. I also do understand that if we're in Pyro and there's, you know, a resource bloom, and there's, you know, everybody on the server is competing for this resource bloom. But I just can't show up there and just, you know, like I'm not going to drive over to, I'm, I'm the last guy. I'm not going to fly over to, to, to jump town and then get pissed off because I got shot. <laughs> you know, I'm not, right. you know, I'm not that guy either. I'm not going to like, like they're, like they talked about all this PVP going to uh, uh, security post Korea. Do you know who's not going to be at security post Korea? This guy. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> well, look, let's just kind of, it, it's one of those things where <laughs> it's, hey, look, we, you know, I, I've been known to mix it up and I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, but I want it to be one of those things where it's like, well, if I do, I do, it's fine, but I don't want to have to be locked into it. And um, and I'll, I'll just say one more thing about that is that, you know, I, I think there needs to be a, a larger discussion over this issue. Yes. And we, you know, we, we need to really have these discussions and we, we really need to not let it go we need to you know if we feel like this isn't the right thing i mean this is the whole point of being in development you know figuring out the direction of the game and if we feel like that isn't you know a direction that we need to be in we 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 need to have these discussions make it known keep hammering it what whatever the case may be but um you know, honestly feel like you're right. They need to go back to the drawing board. We need to, you know, refigure this uh, because I'm going to tell you, if it is the way it is, the way they're explaining it, the way we're looking at it right now, that's not going to be fun. It just isn't. I don't, I don't give a crap what anybody says. It's just, it's not going to be fun. And yeah, you're absolutely right, dude. You know, it's like, yeah, we have that era of danger now. Fine. We we accept that kind of stuff, but we like it the way it is now. You know, we, 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 you know, we don't accept this style of gameplay. I, I just feel like you're right. You know, for somebody that's 
you know, very freedom minded. This is locking you into a situation and I don't like being locked into a situation. It's less freedom. That's exactly right. There's less freedom in this system. End of story. Hey, do you want to finish the show out on a positive note? I do want to finish the shot on a positive note. And I, I let me, I just want to say this towards the end. Okay. Right, yes. Right. Yes. You guys have heard us be passionate. Okay. Um, and you've heard us be a little salty and definitely a little critical and, and for sure, you know, you're going to see that I'm very, just as passionate as people are about being in combat. I'm very passionate about avoiding it as much as possible because it's, Quite honestly, it's not profitable. I mean, I, I can't really say, say it any more than that. From a purely business standpoint, war isn't profitable for us industrialists in the game. It's It slows things down. You know, I, I, I want to build an industrial empire in Star Citizen. I You know, the, the less skirmishes that I wind up in, the better. I understand there's a need for security, but anyways, I just want to say, you know, I'm perfectly willing to have a absolutely civil conversation with anybody about this. And I don't think that I, everything that I say, I, I don't know how it's going to work, work out in the end. And I just want to say this last thing, which is, you know, um, I think, I hope that we all want the same thing. Which is, I want you PvP guys to have what you want, and I want to be able to have what I want. If you get me sometimes, you get me sometimes. But I also want to be able to get away, you know. And, and we all want we we all want a healthy game, and we all want it to right. thrive, and we want a lot of people to be playing this game. Right. And that my concern is is that when you take these freedoms away, that it's actually going to reduce the player base, not expand it. And it seems to be just for a small group of you know. A smaller group of people, you know, that, that it, the changes are being made for, which is, this is a purely combat change, in my opinion. It's the, it's the, it, it, it's the main, it absolutely is. you know, it's, it absolutely yes, it, this has nothing to do with industrial gameplay. It has nothing to do with exploration. It has nothing to do with racing. It has nothing to do with cargo hauling. It has nothing to do with, 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 uh, with, with trading. It has, this is a purely combat thing that's, but it's affecting all of us. You know, so anyways, yes, I, 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 I need to, you know, it's, it's hard to, but I need to step down off my soapbox and let's talk, let's talk positive stuff for, for, for the rest of the, for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard, man. I mean, look, just looking at it, it just, yeah, this is fun police. This, this looks like it's taking fun away and yes. not adding fun, you know, and especially when you consider if you're wanting to make this game as broad as possible, you know, have a huge player base, you got to cater to the normies, people. You just do. It's just that's just the that's just the the clear facts of the matter, right? So let's go out, man. Let's let's finish it out on a positive note. Let's talk about the Crusader spirit. Oh we yeah, Q and A today. Um, you know, I'm just say right off the bat, I, you know, I've been staring at these silhouettes for a while. My wife came in and goes, Hey man, are you buying a plane? And I'm like, what? And, uh, she thought I was looking at a plane brochure. You know, wouldn't be the first time I have looked at plane brochures. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever looked. I mean, I, 
I, I've done okay in life, but I don't know that I've ever been looking at plane brochures. <laughs> Good for you. But yeah, she she thought I was I was you know had the um, had that PDF that they had you know the spec sheet pull up. Oh so yeah, like hey man, you you looking at buying a plane? But um, <clears throat> I, I love the way this thing looks. I it's, do too. Like this thing is. Like, I, I don't know any... I have not heard one person say that they don't think it looks cool. To me, this is my... Like, I and I will admit I haven't bought one yet. But this is... This will be an absolute daily driver. Like, if I... You know, between this and a Cutlass, is this is a hands down... You know, and I really like the Cutlass. But this this oh. is such a cool looking ship. Uh, I, I, I really, really, really like the, 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 the external design of this ship is fantastic. Uh, and I'm excited about it. Well, when you're comparing, you know, cause we compared them a little bit and, you know, today when I, when I was looking around after the, was, you know, reading through the Q and A and, you know, was looking at, um, the specs, you know, kind of looking at all the different ships in this range uh you know because we can we can also kind of compare it to what we were talking about things in that hundred dollar range and whether they're worth it or not and say like the cutlass black is in that hundred dollar range yeah and dude it's it's way more ship way more double the ship than the cutlass you know, it, it's almost creeping up there. You know, when we were talking, you, you were telling me you had watched an episode of uh, Info Runners, and they were talking that, you know, it may be around the size of the uh, the Crusader or the um, MS, Mercury, the Mercury Runner. Yeah, like they were just basically saying, look, it's it's grown in size, and it's it's a, in in more of a class of the MSR than 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 the. Um, than the cutlass and when you when it starts you know you start comparing you know against the cutlass it looks great against the msr you know it doesn't oh, it gets, look man it, it gets look it gets close it's you know it's only you know 10 meters shorter yep and it's you know it's almost just as wide you know uh it's uh a little less than what about eight meters shorter in width than the than the the Merc. But uh you know so yeah I mean it, it's it's a sizable ship. It's it's a lot bigger than I thought it was gonna be. You know, I thought it was gonna be kind of small. It, it's actually a nice size ship. It really is. I yep. mean considering uh you know the Dagum um the Herald, right? Right. Or the court, not the Herald. <laughs> Sorry, I scrolled by the Herald. My brain works like that. It's weird. It jumps at things. Uh, the Corsair. So when you look at the Corsair, you know, the Corsair is only 55 meters in length. Right. And, you know, it's 27 meters wide. This thing is 40. 41, right? Yeah, 43. 43. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's right. It was a... So it's 43 meters wide, and the Corsair is only 27 meters wide. Isn't that nuts? That is. And, it, and it's, yeah. you know, and it's only nine, nine meters longer, the Corsair. 
so yeah, man, this is <laughs> this is this is bang for the buck, man. It it, it seems like it's going to be an awesome an awesome ship, you know, and it, it it's a crusader, so it's going to have the agility that you know crusader ships have. It's uh, for me, man. It, it, I think uh, I think you're right. I mean, you know, I love the Mercury. Uh, it's one of you know, it is my favorite, you know, non-industrial ship. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, this thing is this thing is shaping to look up, you know, look pretty awesome, man. Oh, I agree. I think this could easily be. I mean, consider it's going to have the size two quantum drive. This is going to have. This is very much going to be. In, in, a, in a contention for a daily driver. The other side of it is, is, you know, I mean, it does look like you're probably only going to have a, you know, you're not going to have your obligatory three, you know, three Crusader doors to get. You know, it, it doesn't look like it's, it, you know, it is interesting. It doesn't look like it's going to have a secondary entrance. I was, oh, I was really, you know, hoping that maybe there would be like a climb in on the side. That would have made this thing well, just insanely cool. You know, what's cool. funny when they were, uh, when you, when you go into the Q&A, and that question did it get asked? Is there a secondary entrance? Nope, no secondary entrance. The rel relatively small and straight line layout of the Spirit wouldn't really benefit from additional entrance. Nor was there space to put one without other compromises. Which is funny to say when they explicitly came out and said that the Mercury they were going to do that. And uh, I mean, this thing is you know just ten meters shy of being the same length as Mercury. So, I mean, yeah, I know it's 10 meters, but, you know, it's it's still kind of long. It's way longer than, you know, it's twice the length of a Cutlass Black. You know, you can kind of see it in that sense. But, but um, you know, regardless, man, I, I still think this thing's going to be pretty great. So. so let's blow through a few of these questions because they're interesting. So it says the ship looks almost stealthy. Will it have a lower EM signature than the Cutlass? And of course, uh, you know, the EM and IR will probably be the same, it says. But because of cross-section, it looks like it maybe will have a little bit of a reduced signature from front and from head-on or running away. That makes sense. Uh, can the tractor be mounted uh, be mount on the C1 swap for the remote turret? They're saying kind of not currently now. Uh, yeah. They'll kind of watch that later. Will there be different types of bombs, like precise strikes or carpet bombs? At launch, we only plan a single type of bomb, uh, which will be a dump high explosive. However, in the future, if alternate options do exist, they will be swappable. That's interesting. Um, which weapon systems can be controlled by the pilot? By default, the pilot has control over the nose and wing guns, um, and the co-pilot having control over the rear turret. The nose guns can also optionally be controlled by the co-pilot if desired. So, yeah, I mean, you've got basically just the just really just the two people there, right? You got the pilot who's got yeah. control of most most of your firepower there, and then you know, of course, your co-pilot's got the back turret. That, that's kind of fun. It's just a two-person. Looking at the stats of the Freelancer and the Cutlass Black, the Spirit seems to be in a low-end equipment-wise, shield, firepower, cargo capacity, defense capabilities. Is this ship going to keep up with the high-speed capabilities of Crusader? How does the speed maneuverability of Spirit compare to the ships of similar size? Just like other Crusader ships, the Spirit will be more maneuverable than its size normally would dictate, allowing it to run lower component loadouts while still being effective. This is the thing. I mean, this is the thing that's made me fall in love with uh, with Crusader, and it's making me fall in love with them. These things are nimble as hell. 
the eight the 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 Hercules series flies. Yeah, I mean, some people would argue it's overpowered. It flies so nimble, you know. And the MSR is very nimble, and this thing's going to be incredibly nimble too. Well, I guess you know. With that being said, it is big enough to have like size three shields. You know, I feel, you know, it's, um, you know, with its length and width, you know, it's actually fairly big. So, I mean, it's, it's twice the length of a, you know, of a cutlass and, you know, freelancer too. So I don't know if I necessarily agree with that statement, even if it is a little bit more maneuverable. Um, it is bigger, you know, a bigger target. So interesting. Can the rear turrets on the A1 and the E1 fire forward? No, um, they can't. Uh, what docking capabilities do these ships have? For example, can they dock to larger vessel? There are no docking capabilities. The spear is small enough to land at any location with an enclosed hangar. It's a good thing to know. What kind of living amenities can we expect to see for crew? All three variants will have the same living crew quarters, shared space, beds, kitchen area, integrated shower and toilet. The E1 has separate passengers, you know, shower and toilet. So, you know, the one that's got the, that's kind of the uh, Starliner. Um, yeah, kind of, uh, kind of that Learjet. Of the of the bunch, yeah, that that's the way I see this thing. It it's set up to be more like a Learjet. Yeah, it's a VIP, you know, type like of a golf, yeah. you know, it's like a Gulfstream. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Love it. The AT Hercules has an option slated to swap out the S10 bombs for a cluster bomb system. Uh, will the A1 have that? Nope. There's no plans for cluster bombs out of the. Uh, you know, it's a smaller bomber, so it's probably going to have less. You know. Will it be modular? Which is, this is a very important. Could we buy one model, then maybe at some point in the future swap modules? Nope. Early on development, we looked at making the ship modular, but decided against it. It would require fundamental changes to how the sections were made. Uh, particularly affected the E1, which would have been much more limited in scope and size. Uh, that makes sense. Um, the PDF shows 48 SCU of your cargo in each variant. This is probably a copy-paste error. Can you confirm? It was a copy-paste error. Now, I, if I'm not mistaken... The only one of them that has any SCU at all is, and I could be wrong, but I thought it was just the C1. I don't know that the other ones have any any at all. Have you looked at that, Sal? Yeah, I looked at them, but I don't think they've uh, changed it yet. Though. It does say the, the website has corrected details now. I think it's actually, the last I looked Well, it says, the, you know, that, yeah, it says the A1 uh, is NA cargo so not available yep and same thing with the e1 yeah so, so the only one that's got cargo is the cargo hauler well you know what's funny before we even knew the metrics and its size and things uh the other day i, I was still you know when we first you know after we were kind of talking about citizen con uh i still was thinking 48 seems really low yeah you know? and now that this thing is twice the size of a freelancer or um, a cutlass, it, you know, it, it even seems, li you know, it's like, heck, the MSR has 114. Well, and, and, <laughs> this, is only, this is only 
10 meters shorter, you well, know? And, so. yeah, well, and the Cutlass has 46. Mm. Yeah. You know, so, so you think that it, it, this would at least hold 60 to 80. So, Easy. So the, with Spirit variants can carry vehicles. Uh, the C1 is designed to fit uh, vehicles that are cyclone-sized cyclone or smaller. So that's probably... Is that... Will an ROC fit in there? Well, it will in the C1. Yeah, uh, interesting. Um, you know, they were talking about, well, though, you know, people find a way to cram stuff in there in the other variants. But. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we're always looking for... You know, obviously that it would be good, definitely good to know that that's a that's a, a potential ROC hauler, especially with how nimble it's going to be. Uh, the A1 Spirit Bomber variant has the round dish on top of the roof, but the specs don't show the same scanner. What's the round feature? The round dish on top is just a rule of cool aesthetic. Okay, fair enough. N nope. That is kind of a that is kind of a disappointing, um, a little bit considering what this thing does. You would think that it would have you know, kind of long-range scanning to know what it can do its bombing run or whatever. So. Interesting. It, you know. Like, there's must have been some lore brand. I, and I never really thought about this, you know, that the most Crusader ships have Greek and Roman mythology. Where'd the spirit name come from? Uh, Crusader seen the spirit as a new direction for the brand, starting with the Starfighter. Uh, the company's been moving away from transport-dedicated routes and expanding into new markets with the spirit's multi-role functions. Decided to leave the old naming clature behind. Yeah, they've just kind of grown out of it a little bit, it looks like. You know, what's funny, though, is kind of Crusader, the reason it's called Crusader, it's, is their, you know, their whole um, ideology was based on religion to begin with. Oh, I didn't, did not know that. Yep. And so, you know, having the, the spirit name, it sounded, you know, it sounded fine with me but um because you know it's one of the things is that um you know the founder was real religious so interesting that's why i was called crusader that is cool well this this ship's fantastic i mean ship pipeline's done a great i mean they've done a great job with the the, the design of the ship's just cool as heck uh and i think it's going to be in welcome you know there's you know it's funny because the great the game has a lot of ships that are kind of you know around this size and purpose um but i i don't i see this as a i see this ship as a victory i think it's a it's a cool looking ship uh, crusaders kind of has they're kind of their their free it's their freelancer of the bunch if you will and um i'll tell you out of all the out of all the ships in the game right now that are around that one this is the one i like the best oh i i dig this man yeah. a lot it, it's uh it ticks a lot of the buttons for me um, like i said um aesthetically it looks awesome to me yeah uh, it's it's right up my alley with design yep it really it you know with um it really has those crusader you know design cues it it yeah it, it's exactly you know I, I was talking about wanting you know, another Crusader ship in the game. And I think they, for me, they nailed it. Yeah, I think for me, they nailed it as well. I do kind of wish that there was, 
you know, I do kind of wish there was one more variant, which would almost be like almost like a nomad style variant, where where there was just kind of like a, a space camper variant. <laughs> you know that. Would be you know, fun. I would say you know one that I feel like would actually be right up this alley is kind of uh, kind of a more explorer variant. I don't disagree. Longer range, better scanning, that type of thing. Yeah, that would have been that would have been just great too. You know, I mean, and that's that's the one thing. You know, like, uh, yeah, exactly. Like maybe almost like a uh, uh, um, a terrapin style variant. Yep, something like that would have been cool, yep. especially yep. if it had, you know, like kind of like I said, maybe a cross between the terrapin and the nomad, where it kind of had that space camper kind of feel. But you know, like it's. Well, that- that's their whole shtick, you know. That that's the other thing that um, that Crusader has going for it is its durability. Yes, you know, all the Crusader ships are supposed to be ultra durable, ultra, you know, easy to fix. That whole bit, it, you know, having that like like you were saying, having that terrapin style would be you know right in line with this as well. So yep, yep. Well, I one hundred percent love. Yep. Just you know, positive, very all positives all around. Uh, love the ship, and uh, and really looking forward to uh, you know, really looking forward to some more information on that mining ship that's going to come out in the future as well. Yeah, I wonder if we're going to hear a little bit more about it at IAE. Um, something you know, some some announcements you know coming out for IAE. Yeah, I mean, we definitely know that the you know it's it was an RSI win. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, I, Zell and I, you know, it's not, you know, we, we definitely were hoping for Misk. I think they got the lowest amount of votes. Um, but that's okay. You know, I mean, that, that really is okay. A couple last things I want to say, Zell, before we take off for the night. Number one, uh, I did get that green paint on the, you know, I bought a Cutlass Red in game recently. Um, and I put the green paint on it. And man, I, that, that Halloween green, that's fun. It's a it's a great you, you it, like you like that green? I you know it's a great looking color. I mean it's it's not it's not really up my like I wouldn't normally do it, but I just kind of enjoyed it, just the theme of it or whatever. Um, right. And I, you know I just yeah I, you know the the Cutlass Red is a, is a fun ship to fly around. Um, you know obviously we we're just talking about Cutlasses. Uh, I really do um, think that it's a great ship to fly around. It really it looks great in the green. Um, and yeah, I just, uh, you know, I don't advocate, I paints that much, but, um, you know, if you happen to get like a, a Drake ship and you want kind of a, a cool, you know, a cool vibe, I think that green looks good on the, on the, um, Caterpillar. I think that green looks good on just about anything really, you know, I, you know, uh, I, I, you know, anyways, I enjoy, yeah, I've enjoyed that, that green paint job on that Cutlass Red this week. Uh, the few times I've been able to fly it around. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm a sucker for buying the paint. So, <laughs> so yeah, I I enjoy that that too. I haven't had a chance to to dig into that yet, and and uh, but yeah, I am gonna buy that that paint. It looked pretty cool. Um, yeah, you know, I feel like that's another great way of supporting the game. Absolutely, is, uh, you know, just getting out there and buying the paints and. You know, maybe they'll uh, at some point they'll get caught up and you know have a lot more customization uh, options. You know, if they're wanting to do like a microtransaction situation, 
a lot more customizational options for your ships where you can, you know, uh, buy a $5 skin or paint job or, you know, add a, you know, add a, some sort of, uh, you know, some sort of cosmetic component to the outside of your ship. You know, that's what I'm talking about with skins. Yep. Uh, you know, I feel I, I would totally support that. Absolutely. So. Well, Zal. Anything, anything else you want to talk no, about? No, I was just going to say, you know what, guys? I know this has been a really passionate one tonight. So, you know, thanks for hanging in there with us. Uh, I promise you at some point. We're just going to have a really fun one on just salvage or something, you know, um, in the near future, there's just going to be, it's just going to be Zell and I happy, yo lucky loving the game. Uh, you know, it's funny. I mean, it's, I, we're not the only content creators and I, you just need to look around, you know, you have salty Mike, who's, you know, just basically saying, Hey, I'm not feeling it too much anymore. Uh, you know, you got grumpy's rehab. You know, you've got Morph who took a just took a beating on just saying something about the A2. Uh, you know, you you really do have a lot of community. Um, I mean, it's it's been a bit. You know, it hasn't been in the most respectful sense. It's been a tough three seventeen cycle. You know, it has been. A t there's been a lot of. You know, the game hasn't been as running as smoothly. Uh, that some, a lot of deadlines have come and gone. Um, and so, yeah, I think that, you know, you're, you're, you know, some of the wave that you're catching, you know, from is, is part of that. And I do hope that, that, that these waves just kind of crest at some point and we kind of just get back to just kind of loving, you know, every day, happy go lucky, just playing star citizen again. And, you know, uh, and, and, and who knows if that will ever be a thing, but you know, like, uh, you know, I, I really do hope for it. And thanks everybody out there for listening. Um, I, you know, it, like I said, uh, you're, you're not. One thing I can honestly tell you is that it comes from a place of, the, of just wanting the game to succeed and wanting everybody to be able to find their own way in it. I, I definitely am somebody who you could always sit down with and and we could we could build bridges and compromise our way through most things, you know. Um, you know, I don't want it to be, you know, it could be very easy. I don't want the verse sanitized for any trouble. I just want to be able to get away, you know. So, anywho, that's it. That's uh, that's all I got. How about you, Zell? Want to wrap us up? For yeah, I mean, look, I feel like I share your sentiment exactly. It's uh, I feel like we can find a compromise and something that's going to be fun for everybody. Uh, I, I definitely feel like it, and you know, up until now, I don't. The devs haven't been those type of devs that just put their foot down and say, "Hey, that's just just how it's going to be." Um, but you know, I think we can <clears throat> think we can figure some stuff out. You know, that saying, you know, we also need to make sure that we have these healthy discussions out there with everybody, and and say, "Hey, look, you know." You see it one way, we see it another. Can we find a compromise? I, I, I most definitely believe we need to work on that. Absolutely. There, you know, this this game's in development. We just, you know, we need to make sure that that uh, you know we we have a game that everybody digs. So, um, so I think I think in that in that sense, man, not to belabor this issue all that much, but yeah, absolutely. There's another little little positive thing man i didn't i hadn't told you but i'm gonna tell it's gonna be a reveal for everybody out there is that hey man think of it this way we're being 
really well received in Switzerland. We uh, we're rolling up the positions on the Apple Podcast rankings in Switzerland right now. So that's that's really positive. Everybody's like uh, thinking that we're doing pretty great in Switzerland. So hey, Switzerland, thanks, man. Yeah, shout out to everybody in Switzerland. Hey, Switzerland, thanks for. Uh... Hanging out with us, you guys. I had no idea. You know, uh, absolutely beautiful country. Um, you know, uh, I have a, a real good friend named Bjorn. I don't know if he still lives in Switzerland. I haven't talked to him in a real, I guess, in a little while. But I think he does live in Switzerland. I, I, uh, you know, hey, you know, I mean, not, not, not a bad place to visit some days, Al. If we ever. You know, if we ever got lucky enough to, to do something. Oh, man, absolutely. Uh... <laughs> So just a reminder for everybody out there, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Yes. Uh, we're on all major podcast platforms. Uh, we're under the Explorers League on those platforms. So if you're looking for us, make sure that you type in Explorers League and you'll find us there. Mm -hmm. um, also, uh, you know, We've been kind of hinting at some stuff that's uh, going to be coming up pretty soon. Uh, we're planning on doing some live streaming here coming up, hopefully in the next month. So you guys look forward to that. Um, so that should be pretty fun. We get to interact with everybody and, uh, and you know, have some great conversations with the community. Looking forward to that. How about you? I am very much looking forward to that. I mean, uh, one of the things that I do know because I get, you know, I stream now and then is um, there's just a beautiful interaction with people uh, and people are very interested in kind of um, sharing live, uh, you know, kind of what their thoughts are, you know, or what their opinions are on whatever the, is the, the, the topic du jour. And um, I think that, Zell, I think that people who enjoy the podcast, um, you know, when we begin doing more of these live casts and these types of things, I do think that we're going to have a lot of fun with the, you know, with, the, you know, with the people who um, watch and who participate. Um, and I think that's the one thing I think, you know, I think you and I are most excited about is being able to kind of build community, have people kind of be able to give their opinions as well. Um, and be able to kind of, you know, that's the thing, you know, obviously, uh, uh, when the two of us talk, it's, you know, it's definitely going to kind of be, you know, kind of in that dimension that it is. But if you add that extra dimension of people's comments and that type of thing, then, you know, I honestly think that that could, could, could benefit the conversation as well. I think there's some organic places that it could get taken, uh, when people make good comments, I, you know, I watch content creators who pick up on that stuff properly. Um, I, I think it's going to be a win for everybody. Oh, yeah. You know, that's why we got into this is to build an awesome community. And, you know, we we don't talk about the Explorers League a lot on the podcast. Uh, but when we start live streaming, we're going to be talking a lot about the Explorers League. We got a lot of a lot of things that we have planned for that in the future. We yes. have a lot of a lot of awesome things for the Explorers League channel. Um, so you guys, man, just stay tuned uh, um and you know look forward to all that stuff and and you guys that love this <laughs> long form content uh, um make sure that you give us a like 
if you like what what you hear and you know give us a little discussion down in the comments you know tell us what you guys think about these master modes tell us you know, we're wrong i mean we're okay with it yeah, i mean hey yeah you know exactly tell us if we're way off the mark or you know or you know if it's some fears that you guys have had you know you know let us know about it you know uh some you know some of these things and you know maybe we can kind of talk through all this stuff and uh you know figure it out uh so yeah just let us down you know let us know down in the comments below and uh you know, if you don't want to get into that conversation, tell us what you think about the spirit, man. We we thought it was pretty awesome. So we did. And uh, with that being said, we're gonna see you next week on another Rock Runners Report.